Hello and welcome back to Students in Stereo. I am your host, Tegan Elliott, and uh, I have had a crazy busy week, so I'm very sorry that this episode is getting to you so late in the evening. Uh, but with that, let's just launch right into our theme song. Alrighty, so this past week, there's been a lot to do. I went to Greece, um, which I was very excited sorry, um, to go do. I don't know if in the last episode, I think with Bobby, I talked about it. I was said I was going to Hanya, um, which is in Crete. It's in northern Crete. Initially, I thought it was pronounced Chanya. Um, but I watched a couple YouTube videos and some research on Crete and the city of Hanya before I went. So I knew what it was called before I got there, which was good because I um, have a friend who said he'd been and he didn't know. Um, and then I know that I know someone else that had been that said, yeah, they asked, they told the taxi driver, I want to go to Chanya. And they were like, you mean Hanya? So definitely before you go to a place, just make sure you know how to pronounce the name of the town you're going to. Slide. Um, and then I also looked up a couple words in Greek so I'd know something before I'd go. The thing I probably said the most was Epharisto. Don't know if I pronounced that exactly correctly, but meaning thank you. Um, so always like before you go, do some research on some words. Um, like before you go to any place, just so you can try and speak the language a little bit. Uh, I do know the only place I've been to where I definitely got like not some heat for trying to speak the language, but I know you hear this a lot and I was kind of ignored, um, was in France when I went to Paris. It felt like any French I knew, it didn't really matter at the end of the day. But luckily I was there with my friend Jaya and she was like living there um, for a year abroad. So her French was quite good um, compared to my own. But yeah, I went to Hanya and I went to the beach and it was like, oh God, in the 20s, I'll say the low 20s, which would be what, like 70s Fahrenheit? It was warm and lush and sunny and had great food, really, really fresh. Oh my gosh, we went to this one place that had tapas and I've never, I've never, um, I haven't been to many tapas places and I know, um, that like there are a couple places in New York, I just haven't been. Um, but yeah, I got like some Greek mini plates and, uh, the, it was the best Greek salad I've ever had. The feta, fresh, the tomatoes, unparalleled to anything else thinly sliced onion the tomatoes were just also so perfectly ripe and they well and they thinly 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 sliced green the, the green peppers and I don't really like green peppers I'm not a green pepper girly but these were fire and then they seasoned it well with like salt and probably a little bit of sugar and then it was really light oil it definitely did not taste like an olive oil to me unless maybe it was this very extra extra light urgent olive oil maybe it could have been a grapeseed olive oil um but I know that a lot of the olive oil um, that they offered that you could buy, at least in Hanya, was um, all the cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil. So I bought a bottle of that while I was there. And I ended up having to buy a suitcase because I only came with a backpack. And my dad told me that he would bring me like things I forgot, like my leggings um, and uh, some other like American treats and things. So I brought a backpack. But I, when I tell you, I've never packed lighter in my life. I had like exactly what I needed I've never packed that efficiently before I had like the exact outfits and I rewore top twice like that was pretty big didn't have a different top for each day and I was only there for three days like I really packed efficiently and 
me wanting to buy olive oil, obviously that's going to go over my one ounce, my, my one fluid ounce limit there with the bottle. So I was like, you know what? I have a suitcase. So I love that my suitcases Russian doll into each other. So I've got like the one really big one and then that Russian dolls into the other one and then there's another one. Uh, but I knew that I didn't want to pay to check a bag because like paying to check the bag was like 60 pounds or something, which I thought was ridiculous because the flight itself I think was worth around that. I was like, forgot, I'm not going to check a bag. So I brought the backpack, had extra room so I could fit all the stuff that dad wanted to like bring for me so graciously. Um, he brought me like my Jared L.A. brownie mix and he brought me my American blue jello and my jello shot cups. Like I'm very excited. Um, but so I wanted to also buy olive oil and like a nice perfume and things like that. And with my suitcases, I obviously didn't like the one I use the most. It's hanging on for dear life. It the wheel is broken, so every time you know it goes, and the little zipper broke on one side, and then on the front pouch, that zipper broke, and like the, it won't even seal shut. So I taped it shut, so there's tape all over it, and it, the wheel's broken. The suitcase has seen better days. It really was on its last leg. So while I was in Crete, we bought another suitcase and I really was hoping it would fit in Russian doll into the other one and I got home and it just like barely does not work so in terms of storage uh I'm really sad about that um because now it has to take up more space having two big suitcases next to each other rather than just the one that Russian dolls however we move uh, very happy to now have a suitcase that has the four wheels so I can like push it through the airport it's so cool I've never had that before I, I definitely enjoy it. It's really, really smooth. Um, yes, yeah, so I got my olive oil. And so I recreated this Greek salad that I had from this tapas place. Um, so I went to oh, Waitrose. And I bought the, like, fine ripened tomatoes. They looked perfect. And I got my green pepper, my red onion, my, like, Greek feta. Because, like, wait- Waitrose will have, like, the super authentic. I also wanted just the sheep was it sheep or was it cow I think it was sheep just sheep feta question mark I don't remember but I remember at the time I knew exactly I didn't want any goat feta I didn't want goat's milk I don't like that feta as much I think it was just pure sheep's milk um anyway I got the Greek feta and I got the oregano because I think I what I found is a lot of the food had oregano in it that seems to be like the spice of choice is oregano um and I drizzled a little bit of the Greek olive oil on there, so so amazing. I I was like I recreated it like to a T. I was like it feels like I'm back. It feels like I'm back. I already missed it, and that was after like what? I made that less than a week after it already left. And then last night I made euros. I made like chicken with the pita wrap, and I did like I marinated the chicken with like all the spices and the Greek yogurt. I made my own tzatziki because they didn't they didn't have any at the one stop I went to, which is like a small grocery store. And I didn't expect them to have it, but they had yogurt. My housemate had dill and I had cucumber. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to make it myself. Um, but I added a little bit of cumin to it just because I love cumin. And anyway, I've just loved cooking since I got back. And I will say being back in Greece inspired me to want to cook more like fresh, fresh food, light food. Um, it's so good. I love that Greek salad. You guys don't understand. And I had this like amazing chicken that was like had these almonds on it with like this whipped feta like, cream sauce next to it. It was phenomenal. I honestly had a great time eating the food there. 
Um, and then we went to the beach and I was sipping Aperol spritzes, sending pictures to my friends Will and Lois, who are like my Aperol gang. Um, it's just lots of Aperol and beach and sun. The cocktails were phenomenal. Um, I will say it was really nice having my dad there to help pay for some of my cocktails because I was able to then like try more cocktails and like there was this one bar we went to it was called the boulevard of broken dreams and it's not from like i was thinking this would be green green day boulevard like i was ready for that kind of vibe more punky i guess but it wasn't it was uh, um from like the original song so the vibes were like a little more elvis like it, it was it was a cool bar and they had these really fun different cocktails and so i was just like trying drinks that i don't think i can get anywhere else um something quick i didn't try was ouzo i'm not an ouzo girly i don't like licorice um uh, i did have the oh, what's it called there's like this shot that they give you at the end of the meal at the restaurants so this is an r it's kind of like when you go to switzerland and then they give you kirsch or it's like it gets, so it kind of tastes like vodka at the end of the meal it's like having like a shot but um you like sip on it so i was manic pixie dream girl energy trying to like sip it to like impress like the cute greek waiters you know um rather than shotting it and then let's see um lots of evil eyes everywhere lots of evil eyes um so i got a cute evil eye necklace and i got um a evil eye pin on my pin board um yeah and then i had some really good coffee just overall I had a lovely time. We did try to go clubbing on last night because I was really intent on it. It was Friday night. I really wanted to go to a dance club and just dance. It was just me, my dad, and his girlfriend. And uh, we were going to go. We, we rallied. And then we looked at it on the outside and it looked like there was no one in there. We were like, I'm sorry. This just isn't going to happen. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not going in. Instead, we went to bed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um... The hotel was lovely, and if you go in October, definitely more affordable than going in the summertime. So if you can go in October, I recommend. Also not as hot, probably. Beaches were emptier. Um, the, oh my gosh, the woman at the beach was so lovely. So there was also a lot of construction going on. My guess is because less touristy season, so the construction commences more. It's also less hot. So we hit the beach, and there's like lounge chairs immediately, and people telling you they're trying to sell them to you. And, but there was all this construction nearby, and I was like, let's just let's just keep going. I, th- I don't think this is going to be the spot. So we keep going, and eventually we hit part of the beach, and it was quieter. Lounge chairs looked all right. And then the woman came over, and she was like, for however long you want, uh, I think it was like 10 euros for the three of us. And I was like, that was very very generous. I was like, okay. Because um, apparently there were other places that try to in other parts of Greece that they went to, because they just, I met them in Hanya. They were doing a bigger trip. They were saying other beaches that they went to in like really touristy, expensive areas were trying to sell it to them for like 80 euros for the day. And they're like, we don't want the day. We just want like an hour or two. And they're like, nope, sorry. Um, so yeah, overall, the beach was lovely. And I was swimming in the Mediterranean, having a really, really, really lovely time. And then when I got back to England, um, train got canceled back to York. Flight was delayed. Uh, it was freezing. When I tell you, I boarded the plane in shorts and a tank top. 
And then once I landed, put on my trackies and my jumper because it was so, so cold. Hmm. I was like, this is not the vibe. Uh, it was like below freezing. Um, I remember the next morning I had to get up for rowing and it was zero degrees Celsius. Um, it's like free freezing. Uh, and I biked to the boathouse <laughs> and I was so cold. <laughs> I, mean, I think it was definitely like a slap in the face after having been like in lovely, warm, warm land. Um, had some really nice fish. Oh, I, was, I was living the life. I really was. It was three days of bliss. Uh, and then I got back. And then I, I had a lot, a lot of rowing going on this week and a lot of school stuff. I have to come up with an idea for my dis. Have to, uh, yeah, have a lot of work to do. I have to, since I'm doing my audio course, I'm doing an advanced audio course, which I know last year at the university did not run because there weren't enough people that wanted to do it. But this year we had enough. And now that we've also combined with the music department, there were some music students that wanted to do the advanced audio for like more film stuff than music. So I've got a presentation for that that I have to prep for. And yeah, um, I just say like, yeah, school, rowing, a little bit of grease. Uh, that's kind of been life lately. Um, I'm excited for Halloween next week. So stay tuned um, for the Halloween episode. Um, with a special guest, um, you guys might already know, um, and yeah, I honestly feel like I don't have much to say currently, oh, also, um, apparently, I don't know if you guys have been watching Bake Off, but on Bake Off, um, there's a student who recently graduated from the University of York, he is on the season of Bake Off, I believe his name is Rowan, um, and he's on Bake Off. So uh, I think, question mark, he is supposed to be on YSTV. Uh, so go check it out. Um, but even if he's not, check out the YSTV live. Uh, should be interesting. You might, you'll catch me there. Um, given, given some reports and some interviews. And uh, yeah. Oh, also, supposed to be, tentatively, I don't like jump the gun here i'm supposed to be working on my first feature film this weekend as a runner slash sound assistant i believe so i'm a little nervous i definitely get imposter syndrome i feel like i am nervous like i do want to do this and i want to commit and tell people i'm good at this and get the job and do the most but i'm really scared that they're going to ask me things and I'll be like, oh, deer in headlights, like won't know what I'm doing. So I'm a little nervous. I'm scared I'll get imposter syndrome, but I also seem to be confident. Go in there, kick some ass, show what I'm made of, meet some people, and then come back. Uh, it, it also isn't super far from York, so it should be easy to manage. And supposedly food and accommodation are provided, so that'll be nice. Um, and then other than that, I do think it's unpaid but I don't mind because I'm a student so I can just tag along <laughs> and I also know that that's the industry I'm signing up for so other than all those things yeah life has been busy and uh, I'm excited for Halloween um stay tuned for me to talk about a couple of my Halloween looks on the pod for next week 
And yeah, this was a pretty short episode. Uh, I hope you all have enjoyed tuning in. And I will, I'm trying to think, was there anything else I want to say to you guys? I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to, I guess, wrap it up, I guess, because was there anything funny that happened to me in Greece? I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, <gasps> no, I have a story. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Okay, basically, my dad's girlfriend's daughter. So early on in their trip, when they were in Athens, this was the first place they went because that's where the flight landed. You know, it was it, it's it's easy to fly in Athens, and then from there you'll get have your layover to somewhere else in Greece if you'd like to go. So they flew into Athens, and they got fish. And uh, my dad's girlfriend's daughter, she was eating the fish, and there was a big bone that she did not, I guess, feel with her teeth or her tongue or whatever. She swallowed it. And it got, like, stuck in her throat, and she felt it or felt like maybe it scratched her throat or punctured her throat somehow. So the next place they went to, maybe it was Naxos or somewhere else, um... It was on a weekend, and they just like checked for a throat, and they said no, like there's th- there's nothing there. Um, here here here's some antibiotics. You probably punctured it or something to help with, and take some painkillers. Like you should be fine. Got the antibiotics, got the painkillers. It felt better. While we were in Hanya, she still felt like it was like there was something there. So she went and she was going crazy though because the people at the other place had told her there wasn't anything there. But at this point, it had been like a week or over a week of it, like feeling it. So she went and. They got an ENT person in there with his kit and everything. Drove from home, checked it out, and he was like, yep, there's a fish bone. And he numbed her, went in through the nose, I think, with a little camera thingy. And they fished out the bone. Um, and she immediately was like, felt like the, the pressure like relieved, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, this would suck if on your trip, like this two-week-long trip, like early on, you get a fish bone. So I felt like that would suck. Um, so I felt really, really bad. And then the next day, like, she still felt like it wasn't fully out. So then she went back and her and her tonsils were, like, too inflamed and things. Like, they couldn't get the last bit out that was, like, stuck behind her tonsils. So they told her that when she gets to the States, she's going to have to get her tonsils removed. I thought that was pretty wild. And that sucks. Um, so... PSA, chew your fish carefully. Don't swallow any fish bones. Um, my dad said he had a cousin who she swallowed, don't know how this happened, a chicken bone. And uh, it ended up like cutting her and then giving her sepsis. So they had to put her into a coma that she didn't wake up from for like two months. So chew your food carefully. Um, watch out for bones with anything you're eating that is of an animal product and yeah be careful because I was thinking I was like what if like during medieval times you swallowed a fishbone what are you gonna do like if it's stuck back there yeah it's gonna get infected you're gonna die pretty freaky so I wonder how many medieval people like died off of like oh I swallowed a fishbone you know that's 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 just goes through my head I guess um yeah that was a story I did want to share glad I remembered it uh, other than that, there's nothing else I have to share currently, but I will probably start to keep a list so I don't forget anything throughout the week that I do want to share. I'll come more prepared next time, guys. 
Uh, so yes, thank you all for listening to this episode of Students in Stereo. You can listen to this anywhere podcasts can be found, that being Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podcasts, all the places podcasts can be found. You can also watch us on YouTube at Students in Stereo and also follow us on Instagram at Students in Stereo. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.